Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, October 18th edition. We're going to talk SmackDown, the biggest fight of the summer, AJ Styles versus James Ellsworth for the WWE Championship. I am joined by Jeff Hawkins of Shake Them Ropes. Jeff, how are you? Doing well. That was a rather enjoyable show, I thought, after that first segment. It was, it was okay. I mean, it, maybe here's, here's how SmackDown is to me. Usually I'm like, meh. Nothing, nothing special. But then I go through it, and I'm like, okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That's just how it is. It, it definitely – I wouldn't call it a memorable show, but it was a – No. I, no, I'm not, I'm not going gonna, gonna to gush over it necessarily, but I also got to fast-forward through commercials tonight. So that <laughs> I, I had a couple segments that I had a real problem with, though, and we'll get to those. Okay. Uh, guys, if you, if you all haven't been to Fightful.com lately, head over there. We have completely redone our main page to allow you more features, things of that nature. Uh, I've been told that I say things of that nature a lot, so I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I think we all we I'm all we all have it. our go to kind of phrases when we're trying when we're, when we're when we're trying to like think of stuff on the fly. I say and yes. what I say and what not a lot. I find you know you do this Hot and what not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you all don't like MMA, boxing, or wrestling, you can go to our MMA, boxing, and wrestling homepages, Fightful.com slash wrestling slash MMA slash boxing. Bookmark it. Use it. Love it. Forums are being overhauled soon. We're being added to iTunes as soon as they approve it. Bitch at them, not me, you guys. But Fightful.com <laughs> is the place to go. Our podcast page is also overhauled. Easily accessible for all you guys. Go there. Click on those on it links. Support the Fightful podcast. But yeah, check out Fightful.com, share it, Reddit, Facebook, Facebook groups, Twitter, that kind of stuff. We had SmackDown Live tonight. Mm -hmm. Big time match. Actually, it was a a world title match that was touted all week long. We'll be getting to that. We kicked off with more Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, duty. Jeff. I thought Randy Orton was rather plotting in this match. 
I, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Like those those last few when he was doing the fired up comeback, the the clotheslines he was throwing, just nothing to them. I think they're just they're just kind of going through the motions here. Although you know they're, you know the Kane visual. I don't know. Did you see that coming or not? When you say the Kane visual, what do you mean? Uh, popping up out of the casket. No, but just because I didn't give a shit. No, okay. That's why. I mean, it's like there's a casket out there. They're going to do a casket match of some sort probably. Yeah, that's what I assume this is leading to. I assume this is leading to. I it's, think it's going to be a one-on-one casket too. I don't think like, it's going to be a tag team. I hope not. You wanted – it's like some people got together and said, how can we make this feud more boring? <laughs> Let's do a casket match. Well, it's funny because I bet you they were trying to come back. Okay, what what can we add to it to add some spice to it? And we'll go, we're going to put the super nat by going in that direction. They're 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 making it more. I don't know, unbearable. There's been like one good casket match in wrestling history, and it wasn't in WWE. It was in Lucha, Lucha Underground. Underground. Yeah, I Lucha. think I was at that. I was at that one live too. That thing was spectacular. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. And Kane, they're they're shoehorning him in here. Well, they're in a holding pattern until they get through Hell in the Cells, so they can start this Survivor Series build, such as it is. Well, it's trash. It's absolute trash. Mm. I would rather drink a gallon of Ice Mountain <laughs> bottled water than watch Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt continue this feud. And that is like drinking toilet water. Oh, is it? It sucks. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what is that. Is that a brand name of water? I take it. You better hope you never find out what it is. Okay, because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Alexa Bliss versus Naomi. I thought this match also sucked. I I did enjoy it. I, I, <laughs> Naomi out there like a bag of pool toys. Um, with <laughs> neon pool toys, and then Alexa with the uh, Freddy Krueger outfit. You know, I, it. Alexa was fine. She was fine. Opinion. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, they they just don't click together. These two, and I don't know if I'm, Naomi clicks with. Who the hell is Naomi clicked with? No, this, I, this is what I keep hearing. I want Naomi and Summer Rae to have a fifteen-minute match, no interruptions. Book however they want to their strengths. <laughs> that way, I can finally. I keep hearing all these people. Oh, Subaray, Naomi, underused, underused. Subaray, Naomi. I keep hearing all these accusations that they're good workers, that they, that they have good matches. But but when I ask someone to point me in the direction of one of these good matches, radio friggin' silence. Yeah, no, I I I don't deny the point, and it should be a fifteen minute Broadway, and whoever has the worst of the two matches or the worst of the two performers should get fired. Or if, if they can't put together a good match together. Tag teams? See ya. No, see ya. Summer Naomi as a Later. tag team. <laughs> man, I just keep hearing all these people that are like, man, Naomi, she's real good. Just, man. What is the point of 50-50 booking this? I, I, I don't see it unless Naomi is going to – unless we're getting another Naomi Alexa Bliss feud after Whoa. Alexa wins the title in Glasgow, and I hope that's not happening, but... Naomi's... Uh, shit. Who's the guy from PWG that just got caught? Uh, got caught this oh, summer. Uh, Matt, oh, not Matt, Matt Seidel. Speedball Mike oh, Bailey. Speedball Mike Bailey, okay. She's got to either learn how to do those kicks or stop doing them. Okay. 
she doesn't turn her hips when she does them and it really affects things like it was mm-hmm. and WWE actually went and sh- they they gif or gift whatever the hell the, the creator of the damn file says it's a gif <laughs> they went and gifted it on their on their social media i'm like why would you do that did you gif dana brooke screwing up and not reaching the ropes on monday i hope not her legs are too short to kickbox with god <laughs> oh, that was such a bad spot. I just, <laughs> yeah, no, I. But they have to have that second feud here, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, it's odd because they go, and now your next challenge in three weeks. So, are we not seeing Alexa Bliss for three weeks again? Or are we just going to see more of this? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, I'm looking down this card, and I don't know what the hell you liked about it outside of the first hour or outside of the second hour. Uh, The second hour is pretty much what I'm talking about. (laughs) Apollo Crews versus Kurt Hawkins didn't happen because Kurt Hawkins left before the match started. I liked that. Did you like that? Did you like we did? I liked it a lot more when it was Eva Marie doing it. (laughs) Oh, I just meant not having to see Kurt Hawkins wrestle. Sure. (laughs) Okay, I no, look, I wasn't going to fluff this show. I just thought, you know what? It it like I said last week, it ended well, so I enjoyed it probably more than I would if it had ended on like a raw main event. Hmm. Oh, yeah, ponder that for a bit. I'm trying to ponder it. <laughs> I I didn't Oh, man. What? I don't know. Have, this have, show. Have I left you at a loss for words or something? Do Do we want to talk about that? Uh, it's like they were just doing this damn angle with Eva Marie. Do they think that we forgot about it? They just did the Heath Slater angle with James Ellsworth. So, I mean, it's not. No, not really. It's the same underdog build, and they're trying to do it on Raw, and it's going to blow it, too. I would love if Heath Slater and Rhino took James Ellsworth under their wing. And Heath Slater was like, I've been here before. Let me help you. That That's the logical progression of this storyline. But no, Heath Slater was a longtime wrestler in the WWE. He wasn't drafted. He wasn't appreciated. He kept getting his ass kicked. He had to fight for his job. James Ellsworth is just being gifted stuff. Okay. And he's a puny little dude that people like. Carmella comes out. I thought. This was fantastic. <laughs> This was fantastic, what? and I won't hear anything else. I thought, you know what? What? Let me put it this way. Compare this to the raw interviews and things of that nature. I thought Carmella was – look, when Carmella <laughs> called her a gold digger – and look, let's, let's give this SmackDown crowd some credit too because on Raw, this promo gets whatted to death. SmackDown crowds aren't whatting any promos. And drowning people I out. I was flooding them as in what in the hell are they doing scripting these two girls to act like eighth graders. Carmella comes out. How stupid. They've been plugging Total Bellas on TV every week. Yeah, that's part of the It's point. like, and she, she comes out with a video know, package. This makes Carmella look like such a dumbass. How so? No, explain. Sit your side here, <laughs> Mr. Cranky. Okay. So Carmella comes out. Right. And she's like, guys, I got a bombshell. Nikki's dating John Cena. Oh, shit. 
Oh, she didn't. She, did she? she? She did. She cut a promo saying that that she, that Nikki Bella was gifted everything. That 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 she got in. This this would have worked a hell of a lot better a year ago. I agree, but it's not bad. That doesn't make it bad necessarily because their timing's <laughs> off. But here's the thing: this has it's more like, heat than Sasha and Charlotte right now. I no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And I'll talk about that in a moment. But it's like. That one went out the door. People know better now. They know. Okay. Well, first off, let me. Okay. There have on. been like a let million me, no, no, things no, 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 that no. people before you, before you go into this. Let me cut you off here real quick because the crowd played along with it. That's all that matters here is the crowd oh. bought into it and the crowd played along. What? 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 I'm not looking for Meryl freaking Streep out there. Somebody <laughs> says, "Can we just go back to Carmella beating the fuck out of Nikki Bella?" That worked a lot better. In I'll my take opinion. that. And I'll take. But like that. everybody knows. Down. Everybody knows the score. They know Nikki Bella like works really hard. Not only did she work really hard to get better in the ring because it was evident by how good she was and how not good Brie was. They saw the physical difference, not just that in which was produced in a in a doctor's office, but how she was physically, <laughs> how she was different than Brie Bella, and how how she did that. Uh, how she came back from a neck injury in which very few women wrestlers would have ever even considered in her position, especially they would have just sat their asses at home. Everybody knows the score now. It's not real, Sean. I know that this doesn't work anymore. And it makes Carmella look like a dumbass. I, I don't know. I thought her coming calling, calling Nikki clingy and what, and, and sure. yeah, with that clip, I thought that was perfect. That was fine. I, I don't understand. But that was that was another thing. You have these girls and anybody look, throwing a video. Okay. Oh yeah. I get well, that. Look at this. I get that, and I get that all WWE writers can write are catty women. That's I get those criticisms. But I'm looking at this in a vacuum. This show, I thought it wasn't that bad. You obviously beg to differ because oh, yeah. you're looking at the bigger picture here. Com- oh, sure. Let me put it this way. Carmella and Nikki at least came off halfway natural compared to, say, Natty on the first half of that promo. That she was <laughs> No way. No, you that's are. The you- one, that's the one thing I like. You are on <laughs> crack right now, son, because, because so- the only thing that was good about that Natty promo was when she finally could let down the fourth grade assembly acting and say, look at my cats on Instagram. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. Okay, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> I hated that they had you Carmella throw the video. You hate everything, I, and it makes me you're, – you're stealing my gimmick because I hate everything. So, <laughs> Well, I hated that they had her be like, oh, John Cena. They could have had that like be a build. Like, like Carmella and Nikki are going at it about something, and like Nikki's like, what's your problem with me? And then she says it. Like, this is my problem with you. Instead – it's that yes. same old no, I, pro wrestling promo where two people come out and they're airing their grievances in front of everybody. Yes, yes. Like, no, it, Jeff, I, if me and you had a disagreement about like something about the show, mm-hmm. like behind the scenes, we wouldn't come on here and be like, Jeff, I'm calling you out, buddy. Okay, here we go. Um, it's a sports entertainment promo. I get that. I get your criticism because I've had the same criticism for years, but they're not changing it. They're not going to go back to, 
old school feeling like a fight because that's only reserved for certain people who are viewed as ass kickers and whatnot. This, the, the second tier feud in the women's division isn't getting that kind of heat. And real out there saying, let me tell you what fearless means. I don't give a shit what fearless means. <laughs> I want to see you and Carmella beat each other up again. Let me know. Let me tell you why I have this word across my shirt because it shows off your boobs. Okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the Natalia. You are thing. fired up. What the hell is wrong with you today? I like the Natalia thing. She was quoting you, you, Whitney Houston. You are so but wrong. I don't, on think, this. I don't think that Daniel Bryan should have brought up that she was doing it. She should just do it every week. I was wondering if they were going to pay off that joke when she was doing it. Cause I caught on to it very early yeah. and I was like, she's quoting Whitney Houston. Are they going to call out this bit? I don't know. She just, she's so wooden when she does these types of jokes. And when she says she's the queen of hearts, but then it was something she actually cared about her friggin' cats on Instagram. And, yeah. like, and then it sounded like a real human being. I, that part I liked. I told you and uh, and Bix that. It's like, no, that's, that half of the promo was great. The first half was was garbage, is the French say. I liked it all. I liked it <laughs> you all. You so wrong. So I met Mike Mondo a few years ago. He plays Mike in Spirit Squad. <laughs> I'm going to say, and this was just a few years ago, he was the size of a house, pure muscle. I'm going to guess his regimen has changed a little bit his regimen is he married and happy perhaps he's getting fed well that must be it (laughs) that's what we'll chalk it up to and you know what once you're not on the road all the time you don't want to hit the gym all the time i mean there's a lot of like like it's weird because because you know this football players if you're the big guys like the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen, you get thin all of a sudden. Everybody else blows up. All the guys who had metabolisms like hummingbirds. So we had Heath Slater, Rhino, and Dolph Ziggler against Spirit Squad in the Miz. Heath Slater explained that the reason that they saved uh, Dolph Ziggler last week is because he wanted to be a role model to his kids. Rhino just hates male cheerleaders. Now, do you think that's going to cost him votes? <laughs> in that district and just the art of being a Republican costs him votes. So uh, I don't know the male cheerleader demographic in Michigan. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're more concerned about football in Michigan than cheerleading. Kenny got a win. Kenny got a win. Heath Slater got some extended offense and got to be on top for a while. That was shocking. He's getting, chance out there which is great he's getting the crowd fired up to see slater in a six-man match with dolph ziggler i you know what fine i, I the, the ending was a bit hokey but it was supposed to be what it was supposed to be so i didn't have a problem with it. the heels need to win here and you know what the spirit squad could use a little bit of credibility i think so i i had no issue with it thought it was good for all involved really mm-hmm. uh the miz doesn't lose dolph ziggler doesn't lose Heath Slater can lose. It's fine for him to lose. That's part yes. of his deal. He loses. Yes. Um, Kenny gets a win. That's cool. Good for him. So I, I was, I'm all for this. And, and as sure. bad as the commentary is on this show at times, I, I enjoy the fact that the producer fed Otunga the line, 
yeah. the setup. And then you can just see them in the back when, when he misses kind of that cue in terms of, oh, I missed a total softball there. They're just chuckling and can't even concentrate on the match. I, I like that <sighs> kind of peek behind the curtain there. That was good. Did you see those behind-the-scene videos that were released? Somebody posted them on Reddit? Yes. That's if, kind of a cool if, look. If they're the ones I think they are. I, I'm not. Uh, Brian Kendrick and then Danny Masterson and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, no, I haven't seen those. It's just them preparing and okay. like them having to sit uncomfortably close to each other to fit into shots and things, <laughs> things like that. Oh, I'll have to look those up. Yep, pretty cool. Baron Corbin beat Jack Swagger, hit the end of days on him. That was impressive as hell, that, that end of days on Jack Swagger. That was nice. Yeah, well, he's done that before already. So it's kind of like, well, now he's beat him twice. Are we going to see a third match here also? I, I what, Where does Baron Corbin go from here, you think? Where does Jack Swagger go from I here? I don't know either because they didn't build him up, really. They just brought him in. Bellator. They brought him in and they killed him. So <laughs> New Japan, that's where I want Jack Swagger. Had Baron Corbin never lost to Dolph Ziggler, how different things would be right now for him? Oh, yeah, because they're still building him as part of that Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on his intro. So, I mean, he'd be undefeated. He'd have that streak going. He'd have that aura about him. And people would be asking for better competition, and now he's still in a holding pattern. How long before Baron Corbin shaves his head? Um, or at the very least, shorter hair. Um, very soon, I think, or that he gets plugs. Why don't I mean Chris Masters and Chavo did it, and their hair looks great now. Yeah, just do it, just do it. And man. it's fire beware because some guys look terrible with plugs. Looks like doll hair. Yeah, if you, if you if you if you get the wrong doctor, you're in a lot of trouble. It's true. Just go to the one that they went to. They went to the same one, I think. Bosley, I think. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> Whatever. As a bald man, you research these things from time to time. We're eventually going to see, like, Chavo and Chris Masters and Baron Corbin's name on some Bosley signature scandal. I think Larry, scandal. Larry Zabisco <laughs> used to do ads. He, he and Wade Boggs went to the same guy. I remember that. that. Yeah. I do remember that. Big match of the night, James Ellsworth versus AJ Styles. WWE World Championship. Earlier in the night, Dean Ambrose had presented him with his own shirt, which was fantastic. Now, spot of the match. Dean Ambrose, keep in mind, was the ringside. He was the guest ring announcer and the timekeeper. The spot of the show was AJ Styles going to put James Ellsworth Mm -hmm. in a chin lock and it not working. It just slipped off because Ellsworth (laughs) has no chin. (laughs) this was so great i thought there was a lot that was great even in that promo because i thought him getting emotional and taking it very seriously i liked that touch it's a shame they didn't he should have it's a shame they didn't make a shirt that people would want to buy of him so that he can make a lot of money off of this in his very short run here in the wwe you know something like two two fists and a chance or something like that or Whatever he already has one of those pro wrestling tees. Oh, does he? I, I was yeah. not aware. Thank Which is that. where people can go to get Crack and Fight Team and Cactus Catch Can Wrestling shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> slash Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> uh, this, was this the near fall of the year in this match? 
Was yeah, it was. The, that thing the was no spectacular. Chin, I popped like hell for that near fall. The no-chin music, they called it. Yes. <laughs> gold. It, it was gold. It was absolutely spectacular, I thought. And, and it's, you know, the super kick is the perfect move to do that with because everybody knows it's 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 a finisher out there that a lot of people can do and when people can do it it's impressive it's even more impressive when a guy who looks like ellsworth can do it as crisp as he did yeah that was a nice super kick yeah and 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 props also to ellsworth for his cardio for that getting thrown out of the ring getting thrown back in the ring sequence because that's enough to kill a man i think hey guys send in questions because we're 25 minutes into the show, and we're already almost through the show. <laughs> because Sean didn't didn't like it, so we, he, he rushed through what else, it. What else? <laughs> Jeff. Uh, <laughs> what did I miss? I don't well, know. Come on, do the big, do the big reveal. Oh, man, I, I regret ever showing you how to do these sound effects. I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. You sure do. I didn't think it was a terrible show. I thought there was some terrible stuff on it. I, you know, I mean, well, uh, it wasn't a bad watch for me. I mean, as compared to, you know, no. Raw was especially tough. When you watch it, especially when it, you spend an hour watching it because you fast forward through all the commercials. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> James Ellsworth won via DQ when AJ Styles just beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. I, cool I don't with this too. A lot of you, people didn't like that, but what did you think? It, it once again, it towed the line of being too cute for my liking, but I was fine with it for a bit. I just, you know, it's, it's that cutesy. Well, it's, it's, you know what? It's the same problem you had with the Carmela Nikki segment, as opposed to really being annoying and it really getting under the skin. It's that cartoony way of doing it to the point where you don't believe he's really angry. He's just kind of doing it for show. So that would be my critique of of that. Now, now is James Ellsworth the uh, number one contender still? He should be. He, he got a win. I, I did Definitely like that he be. that I did like on the announcement that that uh, that Dean took a dig at John Cena for saying that yeah. Ellsworth had more wins than Cena did over AJ Styles. I liked that a lot. I think that that sows some seeds for later down the road. Ellsworth now two and zero against AJ Styles. I'm, I'm I, I did like that that Ambrose took that that shot at Cena because he he shouldn't like Cena. Right? And where's Cena? If I were him, I'd be taking even more shots at Cena because Cena is reinforcing the promo that Ambrose cut on him about being a part timer. Yeah. So hopefully that goes somewhere as well. Paige and Del Rio, the gift that keeps on giving. They're going to be on Total Divas, their romance. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they registered? Boy, that would be not, that would be interesting. <laughs> There's a softball for you. He's like got Kevlar shooting sleeves and stuff, so he doesn't get stabbed anymore. <laughs> Man. A couple of key. Raw, raw viewership up big time for Goldberg's return. 15%, or I think 13% increase. They got up to 3.1 million viewers, including the third hour, which is usually a giant drop-off, Jeff. Does this surprise you? I, ha- I did have people on my, on my like, Facebook feed last week saying, Goldberg's coming back, people who don't usually watch wrestling. 
The only reason it didn't surprise me too much was that the Monday night football game was a dud, but the baseball game was on at the same time. And you know what? Once Goldberg came out there, you know what? It, everybody, it was kind of uh, social media and turned the channel to this worthy, I thought. I, you know what? I think that's possibly Goldberg's best promo he's ever cut. As I, as I commented, hey, he, who gave him Hawks charisma? Because all of a sudden, he became this charismatic. He felt like a superstar to me. He felt like, again, they do this so well with the WWE when they bring back a nostalgia act, at least for the first week. They make them feel like a million bucks and have that aura of having a million bucks. Now well, that You haven't seen him getting beaten 20 times in a year either. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, but, but at the same time, I mean, they did with Sting, and then when they start to tinker with it, then it gets kind of, eh. You know, it's always the follow-up. It's never the introduction, usually. I've had a lot of people Uh-oh. talk about this Sasha Banks Charlotte thing, and I have seen some really turdy takes. On I, it, I agree. I mean, I, you've you've been complaining about some of them, and I've been following your Twitter. So, uh, so please indulge me. I had a guy say that these two couldn't live up to the standard of a Hell in a Cell match. Mm. No, that's not the complaint I'd I'd have, if anything. The standard of a Hell in a Cell match to live up to greats such as CM Punk versus Ryback, Big (laughs) Boss Man versus The Undertaker, Kane versus Mankind, and these two women who generally have fantastic matches can't. Mm, No. I hate, I don't want to be like the weirdo leftist, oh, the women. It is their time. It is yes. their time to be able to do this shit. They've proven they can go in the ring. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They've proven they can go together. And people are saying, well, they need a feud that's just filled with hate, hatred. I don't care. I'm angry. No. Yeah. It's a pro wrestling match. <laughs> Yeah, if if I if, if I if I was going to criticize anything about this, it wouldn't be the abilities of Charlotte or Sasha, or even you know the creativity therein. I think they're going to be fantastic in this match, or at least they're going to try to be. They're going to try and bring it here, and I assume something's going to happen on top of that cage at some point. My criticism. Somebody, oh, go ahead. Somebody says Charlotte and Sasha aren't ready to main event yet, in my opinion. Hey, buddy, go back and watch WrestleMania. How about that? Go back and watch Raw a couple weeks ago. Yep. Tell me, tell me that. Then no, my 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 criticism would be the way that they've booked these interviews about how they talk about each other and, and how they interact with each other doesn't warrant the hell in the cell stipulation necessarily because I always view that as kind of the, that's my old school thinking thing. It's more of a blow off type of thing that gets into a very heated heated feud. Uh, that it requires you to being trapped in this cage that's so brutal that you have to put out here, as opposed to what drove me nuts about the build uh, last night was it, it's not about the feud 
and it's not about Sasha. It's about the historicalness of it all and the history of it all. And just the WWE patting itself on the back over and over about how historical this all is, as opposed to focusing on these two who are the two people in the revolution, as opposed to the concept of the revolution itself. I think they're more than ready. I think they're more than deserving. Mm -hmm. I think they're... Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt in a no-heat-having match headlined a pay-per-view a couple weeks ago. It went on last. Yes. And some people will say, well, then it's not the main – it's not really the main event. <laughs> I love that Well, voice. then don't, don't consider this the main event either. <laughs> Get the hell over it. Cry me a river. I think they're ready for the main event. I think, I think if they had built – let's put it this way. If this were NXT Charlotte and NXT Sasha – It'd be it'd be a hell of a lot more emotional right now, and we'd be jacked up for this match. But we've been seeing them over and over and over again every week, so it kind of doesn't have that feel to it. Kind of like how the Takeover Brooklyn build was for Bailey and Sasha, and just how I mean that crowd is one of the hottest I've ever seen for a match in the past couple years for WWE. So they know how to do this; they just sometimes decide not to for some inexplicable reason but you know that you have three hours to fill so they have to be on there every week and i just don't think we've we've had time for any emotional resonance to be honest with you yeah <laughs> yeah tna's yeah, gonna, i mean like, i've been dealing long, with that how long till tna oh, declares oh, bankruptcy? i'm trying to find another one of these these uh, tweets that somebody sent me. Okay. I'm trying. You, know, you do have the people that are worried about injuries. Sure. Sure. Okay, that, that happens. But if something happens off the cell, probably. Probably. Which are, which are you more worried about? Sasha doing something to hurt herself or Charlotte hurting Sasha? I'm not worried about either one of them. I think they're professionals. I think they'll be fine. Okay. Well, no, I just meant to those people who are worried. I guess there there are a lot of people that are there are a lot of people that are fake worried too. Yeah, you know those people. They want to pretend like there's something like to be. Oh my gosh, that's why they shouldn't do it. Get over it. There. Oh, you th- you th- hold on. You think there are people just waiting for them to fail? Then. Oh hell yeah. Okay. I absolutely do you think do. people want do you think people want the do you think people want the women to fail so that they could see more Roman reigns angles and things of that it's nature the self-fulfilling do you just... prophecy type of thing for some people okay uh I had this one guy that's like you know when I brought up that the big boss man versus the undertaker was hell in a cell and that's not you know did that live up to the standard no and they said oh well that's too hard to defend against well then why didn't you defend against it what do you have to counteract that? This is not – you all are putting a match on a pedestal that – what? Even that Shane under, like even half, that even that Shane Undertaker, Hell in the Cell, should not be put on a pedestal of any kind. It was a one – Take that spot out. It was a one spot – yeah. Let's see. Okay. Somebody says, women's wrestling just needs to be about wrestling. The women don't need the cell or gimmick matches. Well, then why do the men need it? 
I'd, I'd say Why the, do the friggin' minis need it? Why do tag teams need it? Why does anybody need it? I'd go the other way. I, you know what? I don't mind the gimmicks and stuff. I think they need to do less about the photo shoots and the modeling and the other things that WWE wants them to be as opposed to just wrestlers. I'd, I'd much rather they go in, in the direction of having, you know, feuds and stipulations than photo shoots and reality television shows. If you really want to make them equal to the men. I mean, if you're serious about this kind of thing rather than just Stephanie having some sort of PR event to say it. Yeah, step it up. Make it different. Spice it up. Do some cool stuff. I'm okay with that. You think James Ellsworth gets signed? No, but I think I think he gets I think he gets a few appearances here and there up until Survivor Series, and then we don't see him. I think then he gets a Rumble appearance, and that's it. If you all didn't check it out, Vince Russo posted his Raw blog last night. Well, there's something that, that that did you hear? He's not going to talk about wrestling anymore on the, on his other show that he's running. I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot about Vince. Okay, this week, okay. Uh, Vince and I have. Yeah. Oh. His his efforts to not cover Raw <laughs> have, have been a thing, and he's still covering Raw. He's still covering Raw. Okay. I'll say that. Maybe he's not going to talk about it, but I don't know what he expects to talk about on Fridays. Yeah. But I'm talking about wrestling. Uh, he said that he, he, bro- he brought up the Bo Dallas Neville segment, and he says Neville deserves so much better, and then he wished he would have had the opportunity to work with him. Does that surprise you? Which part that he deserves better that Russo would want to work with him? Both. That Russo would say that rather. It doesn't shock me he'd say it. I don't know if he necessarily means it necessarily. And oh, <laughs> by the way, SmackDown took a shot at Russo tonight. You you heard that one right? No, I didn't. Go ahead. Oh, they uh, they, when they're they're during the AJ Styles uh, interview, they take a shot at WCW putting the, putting the title on James Ellsworth. That would be the biggest mistake since that would be WCW like like when they put the title on David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you he know? say? Did, they, did he say when they put the title on David Arquette? I they they reference David Arquette and holding the title. I don't know the exact. I going to say I, I hate the idea when people say put the title on like or when I David no when da, no 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 when David Arquette won the title. That's what they okay said. yeah. I, earlier this year or maybe it was last year when Bill Simmons was on commentary and I like Bill Simmons, but he got on there and he said to JBL, "Oh, you put Cena over once, right?" And I was like, "You jackass!" Yeah. Don't ex- you dumb son of a bitch. Don't expose the business that's like that. Like, that's like Walter White looking right at the camera during Breaking Bad and saying, A stage direction. How was that scene? Was it good? <laughs> was it good? It's like we get it. It's not real. It's not real. But you don't you don't say it. You I don't, don't You know what? I don't know. I mean, because look, I I liked uh, the man known as Neville when he was on the Indies. I quite enjoyed him in PWG when he was out here as, as Pac, uh, Pac, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but my God, every time I hear this, every time I hear I really want to see, quote unquote, my favorite acrobatic indie wrestler, like say Ricochet in WWE, I go, this is what he's going to end up like because people are going to get used to the flips and things like that. Learn how to talk, guys. Talk. Talking is what makes you money. Talking is what gets you in the upper echelon. Talking is what gets you everything in the WWE. 
the matches can be good, but you know what? Just having a bunch of aerial indie type matches isn't it, it it's a diminishing law of returns. I mean, look at the cruiserweights right now. Cruiserweights had spectacular matches on the CWC, and now we're getting into storyline on Raw, and it's just, it's dragging, to be honest with you, and it's it's not fun to watch for me. Guys, we have our full WWE 2K17 review up on Fightful.com from Mike Straw. Finally, had a, he had a week to go through the entire game. He's going to be bringing you a lot of video game features. We actually have a video game section on our forum. That's going to be changed up a lot. I, I think end of day Friday is what I've been told. You all can go there to discuss movies, TV, video games, music, uh, action figures, huh. old school wrestling, WWE, MMA, boxing, all kinds of stuff. And we are bringing it in the V Bulletin format. Go to Fightful.com, register, free access to all that good stuff, plus early access to our uh, podcast with Matt Riddle, Vince Russo, the columns Vince Russo and Showdown Joe do each week. Also, my uh, follow-up interview with Muhammad Hassan is up on Fightful.com. I'm the only guy he's been interviewed by in the past, I think, six or seven years. Since he and Shad Gaspard were working on a graphic novel or something like that, but... Yeah, he talked to me, Talked to, said that there was a planned WWF title run for him or WWE title run for him. So go check that out. That's over at Fightful.com slash wrestling. More features up at the top now, and you can scroll from side to side. Use those. Uh, also, tons of stuff under our exclusive section, everything from uh, Vince Russo's columns to exclusive interviews, our Wikipedia fact or fiction that posts monthly, uh, backstage news, exclusives, Things like that. No UFC still for a couple of weeks, Jeff. But one Bobby Lashley fights this Friday. That's right. He defends his title in Bellator, correct? No, he doesn't have a title. Nobody has that oh, title. Oh, I thought he had a title. My fault. No. No. Sorry. I'm distracted here real Do quick. Do you think that he will be the first person? To, well, Dan Severn did it. He held a UFC title in the NWA title. Mm-hmm. You think he'll ever hold the TNA title and the Bellator title side by side? If they give him an absolute can to fight, sure. But I mean, Matt Mitrium's in that company now. I think Matt Mitrium beats him. Beats him soundly. Sure. Uh, I think so too. Um, so uh, I, I would say no, but then again, I also think TNA is not long for this world, long enough to wait for it necessarily. They're getting sued by everybody mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think they owe me money at this point no it, it, the one that i read i mean and i showed to you that the whole <laughs> with the harris brothers involved is just it's just so skeezy in terms of in terms of you know misrepresenting yourself to to someone and then promising more production work down the road when something fell through and then of course oral co- I think they may get out of that one because oral contracts, what they did was they set up for a production company for Bound for Glory. They did Bound for Glory. They owed them money, and instead of paying them, they promised them future work and the ability to uh, build the sets down in uh, Orlando once they got off the road. And then, of course, they went and got bids that were cheaper and used people who were actually more local. So uh, this company in Virginia is suing them for breaking a quote-unquote oral contract, which are very hard to prove, so... Yeah, I think I think TNA may actually get out of that one. Also revealed in that lawsuit was the fact that, well, the allegation that 
TNA wasn't too happy with Ron and Don Harris's production work. Right. Shocker. <laughs> because I don't think that I've seen any work that they've ever done be any good in any capacity. from Ever. <laughs> All right. Now, from the point that these – if you would have told me 22 years ago – there's going to be a number two company in the world, and Jacob and Eli Blue <laughs> are going to be involved in some lawsuits towards the end of it. I'd be like, how the hell are they even still in the business? I don't know. I mean, I, they look like the kind of guys who know a bunch of Teamsters, so I could assume that they'd know, you know, they might have some look like the kind of guys that know a bunch of racists, too. I will let you hang to dry on that one. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they'd let me hang, too. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Can't get out of this. I can't get out of this. Please continue. Move to something. I don't care if I have heat with the Harris brothers. I, as long as Jimmy Van doesn't call me up and say, "Listen, you're fired. You got heat with the the Harris brothers." <laughs> I'm all right. It could happen. Staying on MMA a little bit. Does George St. Pierre? Is this just mar- is this just a uh, bargaining ploy? By UFC, nobody gives him as much. Nobody gives him near the money that UFC can give him. Now, the UFC, they're in a weird position. They laid off like 15%. Yeah, I saw that coming. And there are some people I'm shocked to still have their jobs, and I feel terrible for everybody who lost their job. Well, the well, I've yeah. been there. Yeah, well, it's the, the buyouts. I mean, feelings in the world. I mean, I, I, you know, the buyouts were very, very fascinating in terms of who was cheaper and who was expensive, and you'd be shocked by some of the people who – who have rather sweet deals in terms of uh, in terms of severance if they get fired. So I mean, I'm not you know Gary Cook wasn't or Jerry Cook wasn't wasn't too much of a shock to me. But uh, there there are guys on there that they could cut, but but it would just cost too much to pay them to get rid of them. So they're just going to keep them on until they can renegotiate the contract, of course. Yeah, it's heartbreaking to hear that many people losing their jobs too, especially after such a big deal, big. Mm-hmm. A big acquisition. It they, they just spent four point two billion and now they're downsizing. And there are some people, like I said, I'm surprised got to keep their jobs because there are some regions in which the UFC has been virtually non existent and the people running things there are still being kept. I don't know why. But GSP said that he didn't even ask for ten million dollars. And when I heard GSP's asking for ten billion, I said, Good, that's probably mm. Probably a deal for George St. Pierre at this point. If he could, because he could, if they would have put GSP versus anybody and Rumble versus Cormier there in the Rogers Center, it would have sold out. Yes. It, it would have sold out. Yes. Now, I thought, and it would have done, would have done great on pay per view as well. Now, isn't the breaking, isn't one of the points of, of contention the sponsor issue? Yes. GSP had a contract from, I think, 2011. And that was well before Reebok took over. In his contract, which, yes, in that contract, he was permitted sponsors. The UFC, Reebok, weren't willing to budge on that. And apparently, they, the GSP and his attorney saw that as grounds for termination. Now, if they take that to court and he has the money to take it to court, that could probably hold up. I don't know that a lot of... And the independent independent contractor thing, man, that's such a gray area. We really need an overhaul in that, just especially in a pro wrestling MMA regard. But he he, no matter where he goes, nobody's going to pay him as much as 
the UFC because Bellator, a lot of it's dependent on UFC or pay-per-view points. And Bellator doesn't have pay-per-view. And even if they get pay-per-view, it's not going to sell that much. It's just not. So his yeah. – no, but if you, position. No, but if you, if you put some – I mean, like let's say Bellator for some reason could get maybe one step down from the Rogers Center, could book it in Canon, book like him and Ben Askren in a major arena. What about the Air Canon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, if – well, they could fill up the arena. Yeah. I'm not worried about the arena. I'm worried about the pay-per-view. They'll fill up an arena. If they put him in Montreal and it's GSP and then Rory McDonald right underneath that and Julia Budd, who's from the area, I, yeah, I, that, that will fill up a stadium. Viacom could probably put that on CBS if they wanted to. Yeah, they could. I'm sure they could, sure. But <sighs> – are you going to get that much off ad revenue from CBS? I don't think so. Not to make up for the, the amount that GSP would mandate. That's a lot of money. That's so much money. I think they could get it on CBS. I do. Oh, I, I know they like, I know they like, could, if, yeah. like if it was like a Super Bowl weekend type of special type thing that they put on free TV, I think they could get that kind of revenue. Well, I, I don't think that's the issue. That's not that's not right. the issue, but I don't think they can get that revenue. Not as much as pay-per-view. No, not a, no, no, no. Else, it would be no it would be nowhere near as much as pay-per-view necessarily in terms of a super card or a super fight, but but you, you'd still be making good money. I mean, you don't have to get – Yeah, but then why, why wouldn't you just accept a UFC deal for lower? Because dealing with the UFC is a pain. He said he, he said he didn't mind dealing with the UFC. They had an offer on the table. He agreed to it, and that was that. But do you remember – I remember when like Affliction in 2009 was paying like Andre Arlovsky yes. $1.5 million flat, and people were like – what? No, oh, right? and still. And I went to that still, card. Still, when you hear that. I went to that card. When you hear that. Ugh. Oh, you're living in California. You get to go to all kinds of stuff. You know what I went to, Jeff? <laughs> I went to Strike Force Nashville. Why are, it sucked. Why are you burying me for, for just going to going to a terrible MMA show? It was a How bad show. How dare you live in a nice location? Yeah, look, I... Pay a pretty penny in taxes, too. I'd much rather live where you live. I'd much rather live in Florida where there's no state income tax. Amen. Yes. That's what I'd like to do. (laughs) I did get to go to Eric Silva versus Matt Brown. That was pretty awesome. Oh, I bet. Matt Brown's a lot of fun anytime you do it. And Silva, yeah, that Silva fight was great. And he was in Ohio. And then the next day, I actually, I was at Great American Ballpark to see Aroldis Chapman return for the first time after he got hit with that line drive. Hmm. So that was a pretty cool weekend. I got to go to that. Also, I got to see Ronda Rousey win the Strike Force Championship. That was pretty cool. So I guess I've gotten to see some cool stuff. Now, I didn't get to see Jay Huron versus Jason High in the co-main <laughs> event like you did, but <laughs> I'm not yeah. a traveling guy. I don't, I, I'm not big on that. Can we still have you, Jeff? There we go. We lost you. Oh, Yeah, I had some – I had a couple job offers before I accepted the one at Fightful, and two of them were contingent on uh, a lot of travel, and I wasn't that interested in that. Now, if I have to travel for Fightful, no big deal, but this would have required like a lot of travel, and I think you can do it, do it all remotely. Jeff, I'll ask you this before we go. Okay. How do you think a Goldberg-Brock Lesnar match goes? How, how Do you think it'll be good? No. <laughs> Under no scale do I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a lot of smoke and mirrors. I think they're probably going to make it a 
no holds barred or something to that yeah. effect in order to make it a brawl rather than a wrestling match. Uh, Goldberg didn't even work that those long matches when he was actually wrestling, let alone taking 12 years off and being 50 years old and only doing Muay Thai rather than actual, you know, ring ru- or rope running in a ring and things of that nature. So I, I don't have high expectations for this. This is, this is the wrestling equivalent of a freak show fight, but you know, I mean, and you know, he's not, he's not a guy like sting who's been working for all this time. Somebody asked if we will see any color in the hell in a cell women's match. No, not on, so. not on purpose. Yeah. Somebody says, after encouraging us to view through, through Fightful, is Sean only answering YouTube comments now? Uh, no. As it turns out, I am not. There's the answer to your question. Go sit in the corner. Somebody says, Sean, can you post a debate thread tomorrow night? Hell yeah, I'll post a debate thread tomorrow night. I just won't comment on it because somebody accused me of being biased against Donald Trump in the Muhammad Hassan article. And I'm sorry, guys. I can't do an article about a guy who portrayed a Muslim – and not bring up Donald Trump. Got to do it. Journalistic do integrity it. right there. Part of the story. And the person said that I was abandoning journalistic in- integrity by bringing up that Donald Trump may appeal to some xenophobic demographics. Uh, no, I'm not a political analyst. Uh, this is not a political piece. God, I'll be still glad when this is over. Me too. Me too. Too many friends Somebody's hating saying- each other. <laughs> Somebody says, who do you think are in the Survivor Series matches? Oh, God, you're asking me to name 40 people. Everybody's in them. Everybody. Well, we'll answer that as it gets a little bit closer. How about that? I don't think the world champions will be on their respective teams. I don't think they should be. I think that's what they should be competing for. The winners get, like, title shots or something. Okay. I'll take, yeah, like, soul survivors. Get them. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Somebody says, what the hell is Otunga saying about Kenny's appearance? He looks great. JBL uh, the pop, proper correction for once. JBL was good tonight. Uh, yeah, Kenny's in ridiculous yeah. shape. Yeah, Otunga. I think Otunga meant to go after Mikey at first and then just looked at Kenny yeah. and just and just said it, whatever. I think he got him too mixed up because he's terrible. Not Kenny, but Otunga. <laughs> Somebody says, does anybody think that Tony Nese looks like a poor man's Neville? Uh, I nah. could you know, if if, if if Neville grew out the beard and darkened his hair a bit, yeah, maybe. But I think it's just two jacked small guys. That's about the only thing they share in common. Guys, visit Fightful.com. We got all kinds of stuff for you. More live viewing parties than any website in the world. Wrestling, MMA, boxing. We cover WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Lucha Underground. Everything live, TNA. We got it all live. Bellator, UFC, everything on Fight Pass, David T's covers. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Uh, boxing events, covering those live as well. Check out those individual seg- uh, sections. Also, our video sections. We like to bring you as much media as possible. If there's a video worth watching, we will post it on Fightful.com. It'll be underneath our video section. Podcast tomorrow evening. I am back with Showdown Joe Thursday afternoon with Matt Riddle. Also, I got Matt Riddle some new equipment, so you'll be able to hear him better, see him better, stuff like that. Friday with Vince Russo. We'll talk about his absolute hatred for WWE now. 
and the little the little shots people have been taking at him in WWE, I guess. Register for a free Fightful account. No credit card. You'll never have to pay. You'll get access to our forums, exclusive access to uh, columns, backstage news, early access to podcasts, all that cool stuff. Jeff, before we go, tell these people about Shake Them Ropes. This week on Shake Them Ropes, more Raw, more SmackDown. We'll look at what's happened in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament. Our top 100 match before you die is Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21 in Los Angeles. And if you're in the Phoenix area, come down Friday or Saturday to the Torch Theater uh, Improv Festival. I'll be there 9 o'clock on Friday and 7 o'clock on Saturday doing a show. I would like to, but I don't live in California. Like I was in, hey, I was in Cincinnati last year. Okay, if you had known me then, were you? Yeah, I did. I uh, did something at the the Cincinnati Improv Festival. But you need to come back. That would be fantastic. They're good people. I'll introduce you to them if you'd like. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Then go watch you and hear the. Oh wow! Really? I'm just. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. So More like that. There we go. Are you happy? Don't be a diva, Jeff. I will not. I, you know what? I, that's why I have Fearless written across my chest. You win the podcast tonight. You're victorious. Yay. I'll say this. Rob hasn't beat you in the ratings in weeks. <laughs> well, he's only been on once. <laughs> hey, there you go. Maybe he did beat you last week. I don't know. I need to come back to Cincinnati anyways because I loved the Montgomery Inn. I absolutely love oh, yeah. that restaurant. That it's restaurant fantastic. is fantastic. I was like, gosh, this is some of the best food I've ever had. This weekend, uh, my fiance and I, or my my wife, I, I'm so used to calling her my fiance for like a year before that. My wife and I, we went into Cincinnati. Uh, one of our teammates fought, or one of, yeah, one of my teammates fought on a show. And then we went to Cincinnati, went on beyond into Kings Island. We don't go into Cincinnati a lot, like at night. Mm-hmm. Beautiful city, lit up at night. Beautiful city. Highly encourage people to check it out. Like Fightful.com, hot diggity damn, guys. We get all kinds of stuff. Visit us multiple times a day. Just sit there at work. Click. What the hell? I didn't even mean to click that. <laughs> I was just telling people to click the website and accidentally clicked one of the Google effects. Say goodnight, Sean Ross. (laughs) Goodnight, Sean Ross. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.